It's that time of year again. Some festive holiday? Could be. Anniversary? Sure, why not? A night socializing with friends? Absolutely. Bring the class, share a wink, pour a glass of wine from Wink, your monthly online wine subscription. Try a box on me by going to j.mp slash wink in dube, all one word, and take a survey to determine your flavor profile and you'll get up to four quality wine selections tailored to your taste. Wine not to your liking? Try something else. Not ready for the next month's shipment? No problem. Need more right away? Lush. I jest. Wine acquisition has never been easier. So give a try on me. J.mp slash W-I-N-C-I-N-D-O-O-B. Because anytime can be wine time. FX presents the Indie Podcast with your host, T. Sterling Watson. Good morning, Indubians. I'm T. Sterling Watson. And I'm Lamisha. This is the Indu Podcast, where morning drive time meets late night talk show, and we aim to entertain, enlighten, and provide an auditory escape with knowledge and nonsense. Thank you for stopping by and pressing play. This is, uh, I want to say it's episode 123, but it's kind of just like a special episode where we're just going to talk about Tiger King. And Yes. Um, Yes. So I, I brought along Nisha here with me and we've actually been meaning to catch up quite a while for a number of things that we've been watching. The Yes. I know I'm just putting it out there. We're not going to talk about it right now, but um, Legion was a show that we're supposed to talk about, but we'll get back to that in the, like in the future or something. We'll revisit it. Yes. Uh, but yes, Tiger King. And there's actually a number of people that have actually been on the podcast before that, but Nisha, we haven't talked in so long, which I feel like was probably only mere months ago, but still it's great to have you back. Oh my God. Thank you. It's great to be back. Yeah, I think it was the Friendsgiving episode was the last time it was on. Yes, you're right. Because I'm, I'm sitting here. I brought the cinnamon roll. Yes, mm-hmm. you did. You did because you became my favorite because you had the cinnamon roll. So yes. <laughs> Yay. Which I, I meant to check to see if Cinnabon closed. They probably did, but I. Yeah, I mean, unless they do curbside, but I feel like most Cinnabons are inside of malls. So probably, probably. I mean, I did get. A- I can send you the recipe. I can just, I'm saying I can send you the recipe. And as I told someone, and I'm, I'm holding you to that, but as I told someone, the what really does it for me is the icing. Because that icing has mm, to be, yeah. it's got to be right on it. Because that can make or break a cinnamon roll, like in general, for me. Yes. No, I agree. I mean, I make mine from scratch. So I, I make my icing in the, in the Cinnabon from scratch. So I can send you both recipes. Actually, I did successfully ship one to L.A., and they got it. So it works. The, okay. I have a method. It works. As long as nothing changes with mail mm-hmm. in the coming days, we could try to, I could work out something with you. Okay. Well, we will definitely look into that. And I I would say I would trade an apple pie for that, but I have not even attempted to ship anything like that before. So 
Yeah, no, I don't eat apple pie anyways. I'm sorry. Oh. People might might shock. No offense. I mean, it smells lovely and I love to bake it. Mm-hmm. But I'm, a, I'm one of those weirdos who like to bake certain things, but I don't like to eat them. Like, I'll bake an apple pie just because I like to bake them, but I don't like to eat them. Um, <laughs> I know. It, it is funny you mention that be, because I will bake apple pies all day, but not even have a slice because I'm like, I'm good. I just enjoy making oh. it. So. Right. It's just soothing. It's yeah. the, there's a process. You mm-hmm. do it and it, it's relaxing. It is. I love my apple core thingy. It's just spinning and slicing. Mm-hmm. It's it's fun. So much fun. But we're here to talk about <laughs> uh, Tiger King. Not that I'm trying to <laughs> yes. get away from the baking objects because they're so much fun. And I do enjoy baking. Mm-hmm. Amazing. I haven't done any baking yet. Weird. We can have another episode. Just talk about what we're baking during, you know, lockdown. This is very true. This is very true. I'm I'm thinking I'm in my mind. I'm thinking of another person who stress bakes, and that might be another person to add <laughs> to our mix yes. for that future episode. So yes. we'll put a pin in that. But in the meantime, uh, yes. Tiger King, which was on Netflix, I think has been on there for a couple weeks now, and mm-hmm. it has been the obsession of the internets and just people. And I think even my dad was about to start watching it, and once he got like maybe. Less than maybe five minutes. I think he turned it off because I guess it wasn't what I thought it was. I don't. I don't know. He, we we tease right. him. We tease him because he'll see a title of something and think it's. I don't know. Maybe some kind of action flick. So one movie that we always kind of, or at least I always remind him about, is this movie called Dragonfly. I'm not sure if you've mm. heard of it. I think I've heard of it. Yeah. To him, I thought he. Maybe he, I think he thought it was like some kind of kung fu movie, but it is far from that. Oh. It is a drama. I think starring like what, Kevin Costner uh. probably. And gotcha. I think maybe his wife died and then he's just kind of getting over it. I have no idea, but it was not what he thought it was at all. And we love to tease him about it. So I have a feeling he had that thing that that same thought with Tiger King, because that could sound like some kind of Kung Fu movie. And it's far from that. Mm -hmm. It is very far from that. It's kind of funny, though. Um, I could totally see someone thinking, oh, what if this is something with martial arts and Mm -hmm. fighting? I'm like, nope, it's not that, but it is wild. And I, I got my dad interested. He's like, don't tell me anymore. I'm going to watch it. I'm like, great. <laughs> watch it so we can talk about how just bananas everything is and how there is no one. There are very few decent people on that from this series. <laughs> You're right. Like, there are very few. And um, I'm yeah, you I'm in a couple chat groups that discussed this show in particular. Uh, so. Mm-hmm. And one of them, we were trying to decipher like who, who is like the most, not, not most wholesome, but just like, okay, you're a good one other than the tigers, because we can't blame the tigers on anything. They're, they're, they're being tigers. They're just, you know, they're there right? trying to live their best life. And, um, Mm -hmm. even they don't get like a, a good deal. And, and even, um, Courtney, who was going to join us this evening, uh, she had even said like, who wins there's nobody wins in this and like remember that you said that because she was in the middle of watching it until Joe Exotic himself said it but uh uh, let's I want to say let's get into some of our main characters and then maybe pick Mm -hmm. out if there is any any characters for you that just stood out like this could be a good person or maybe I might like them and then all of a sudden they do something that like oh maybe not right but Joe Exotic is the star Mm-hmm. of this documentary and of his own world so oh yes his own his own world definitely mm-hmm. and how do you like do you have any thoughts or opinions on him just 
like, I don't know even where to begin. <laughs> so, oh, learned about Joe Exotic before this Tiger King documentary because they even mentioned it in the documentary. He was on last week tonight on John yes. Oliver's late night show. Yes. And I was just like, this man can't be real. And I remember then when I saw him again, like, oh, my God, it's that guy who tried to run for president mm-hmm. and in the 2016 election. And all I could think about was like, this is maddening. And I did not know there was more <laughs> to the story than this. So I was just like, that's what really got me hooked to watch it. But Joe, so at first glance, when you when you hear about him, like if someone just gave you an elevator pitch about him, you think, oh, he's not that bad. He's doing it for the right reasons, even though like like this and that, like they're doing their best with what they can. And he did this for the right reasons. And then when all the tea gets spilt and you realize he's, he's really not that good. Mm, <laughs> and mm-hmm. it's, and like, even before like you bring in the murder plotting stuff and everything, it's kind of like this, what was it? There's been this clip now that's been going out of him talking about like, I, why can't I say the N word? Mm-hmm. <laughs> and in that clip, and so like when people were shocked, I'm like, were any of y'all truly shocked that this man has this is like has this debate about the N word? Right. I was not shocked. I had made an assumption that man has probably said the N word, mm-hmm. but the fact that it's recorded on a video is hilarious to me. <laughs> I... And I'm just like, this proves my point. Everything in that clip proves my point about my first thoughts about him. Right. And I, I saw the clip as well and I found it hilarious too. Cause I'm like, I like, first of all, it's not surprising, mm-hmm. but I also am just amused by just his, his cadence and just those, his way of speaking. It's oh, just, yeah. I'm like, this, this is just the, I don't know. I'm just enamored by the way that he speaks. It just, I, it's almost musical mm-hmm. to me. Um, yes. But he definitely is uh, a showman of sorts that is a good word i was also thinking charlatan that too (laughs) definitely that one side i think we're introduced to him in the beginning as this showman and then on the other side we the more charlatan-esque side of him starts to shine Mm -hmm. underhanded things like him in his series he called it like his show his i don't know if it was if it was ever it was an internet show that's what he calls it right. I, I, I don't i don't know what else to call it besides <laughs> that. uh and he's and he's just like basically bad mouthing the woman was it carol yeah carol, carol. i should know by yep. now because he always said her name mm-hmm. carol baskin <laughs> it's just <laughs> like that when that was happening like oh he does not give one sit he don't he don't care he really does not care what he says in front of people and it being documented, like talking about like, I'll have a, her head in this jar. And then when they talked about the meth, that's when I'm like, this is all starting to make so much more sense now. Mm-hmm. And I was like, okay, we know meth is involved. Got right. it. Right. So, and like not shaming anyone for, you know, drug addiction or anything, but I just feel like so, the more we got, a look behind the curtain, a lot more of his actions made sense. Like he, he's just doing whatever he wants and yes. saying whatever he wants. And then that's what made me think like, are you caring for these tigers while you are under the influence? Like, 
I mean, the way, like, again, it started, it seemed innocent enough. Like, he was a decent person just trying to love up on some tigers and show them to the world. But then the more you, the layers you pull back and how he, how he cons people. But it's, it's also just a show or a series full of con people conning each other. And then it's, mm, yes. Ah, uh, it's, it's, it's incredible to watch. Um, and again, you mentioned the meth and we've got like, Definitely. I've got the, the cast list because I had to get everybody's name just so I can get them right. Um, one of the people you do feel bad for, uh, John, which is Joe's first husband, I believe, or one of his husbands because he got married. Oh, to yeah. Time. But the one who has. Yeah, that's call, right. They actually called Meth Mouth. And you and you mm-hmm. see that because he lost like most of his teeth. So I'm like, oh, mm-hmm. wow. And it's. It's hard. I don't want to say hard to watch, but it's definitely very distracting. And then you're like, mm-hmm. man, you really messed up. But I mean, mm-hmm. some, it's it's a choice people make. And you can tell that he regrets it because at the end, he does get his tattoo covered that says that he's like Joe's property or whatever. So mm-hmm. whew, it's it's rough. I think, yeah, it's rough. I those are those are some people I felt some sympathy for. Like, I don't. I don't think they're the worst. When I talk about who are the worst people in this, like you said, like there right. are con men, con women in this show. Mm-hmm. Like the husbands, um, and forgive me, I can't remember everyone's name because there's three of them. Right. There's John. One's Travis. And Travis, uh-huh. and then the right. last one is Dylan. Dylan, right. So um, with John, I really kind of felt for him because I think there's more to like their marriage like that didn't get told Mm-hmm. And I'm not saying like abusive, but it just sounds like like maybe emotionally abusive. Right. It like sounds he fell like in the some background are, or something. Right. He found the background. Then you have because it was him and Travis that were married to um, Joe at the same time. Like right. they had they. They had, they had a wedding together. Mm-hmm. So but then it's like it feels like reading between the lines i just felt like there was more going on than what they said like it seems like joe was very selfish mm-hmm. um and things had to be about him but then he also showered them with things which i always feel like people who feel the need to shower people with things monetarily wise but then like on the back end when you find out that some people were dealing with like emotional issues like travis there's a video of him like storming out mad at Joe because Joe's not listening to him. Mm-hmm. But then the show also kind of like neg- the show. I didn't like that. The show kind of ignores bisexuality mm-hmm. when it came to the, to, to the two husbands. Cause they very much tried to make it seem like his two husbands conned him and mm. like that they were, that they weren't, that they weren't gay and that instead they were straight the whole time and they just used him for his money and to get things from him. Mm-hmm. But I just feel like y'all are saying this as if like it's not possible to be bi, mm. and I think I, I kind of just note it's just like kind of like oh that kind of makes me feel weird the way they're trying to frame it, and right. it's not the I'm not saying it's the Netflix people who however it's cut or edited I feel like it's still the people who are being interviewed and saying things mm-hmm. is how is what they're implying so it's kind of like oh that kind of makes me feel a weird way mm-hmm. about how they're saying it that way because I'm like. That we don't know. I just think there's more to the story between his marriage with his husbands, and then as we know, Travis took his life. Right. Um, 
which that one I did not see coming. Neither did I uh, until like it happened. Even when it happened, I'm like, that did that just happen? And like poor right? uh, Josh, um, all these J names, but poor oh Josh having to oh witness God, it. And I, mm-hmm. I don't blame him for the way that he reacted or, or all of that. Mm. Because I, I, I mean, I can't imagine, but like, I would probably do the same thing. Just kind of just be frozen in terror. Like, did I just see, how like, can you, yeah. So like, how can, how can, I can't expect anyone to know how to react in that manner. Right. And it's like, this is your workplace. This isn't like, I know everyone at first I'm like, Oh yeah, we treat each other like family. But at the end of the day, like this is your workplace. Like I don't think he's not equipped to know how to talk someone down from suicide. Mm-hmm. So like that, seeing that, like that whole scene happen was kind of just like, Oh my God. Like I cannot imagine like being in that, in that position. Mm. Um, and kind of just like frozen in fear. Like that's just, it's just kind of, it's a tragic scene. So like for people who haven't seen it, they should probably like, that's a trigger warning. Oh yeah. That, yeah. that That's a huge trigger warning. Like maybe they might want to fix that. Right. Cause I mean, future. like we just said, we didn't see it coming. And then, but then I, mm. I felt like there was an inkling like, okay, he must like, as they were kind of setting up for that to happen. Cause I, mm-hmm. I started to realize like, Hey, where is Travis? They haven't like, they haven't showed any like current interviews with mm-hmm. him. So either he passed away, maybe he had a drug overdose or he just signed like, I don't want to be a part of this anymore. And then that happened. I'm like, oh, that's what happened to him. Okay. Mm -hmm. And, and then the follow-up to that, which again, just goes to show that Joe is just from some other planet, really. Uh, He does get, he does do the funeral, but he also breaks into song and sings, I guess, a tribute to him. I guess, if you mm-hmm. want to call it that. Um, and I guess a couple of weeks later does meet Dylan or, or is it a, not even meet him, but marry him. Is that like a couple of weeks or is it like a couple months? I don't, I know. Oh it was God, very yeah. quick. It's, I feel like it's a, it's very quick. It, 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 it I'm assuming months. I, I would at least assume months, but like from the sound of it, like Travis's mom comments and says it was like, it was quick. Right. Um, and the fact and that I he get, invited oh, her to the wedding. <laughs> right. And just like that poor woman, I'm yes. sorry. sorry. Just like that poor woman, like having to go to that funeral and just trying to hold together. And I'm sorry, the, just the foolishness so of much. so much foolishness with Joe. And I'm just like, this is ridiculous. I'm sorry. Like he, I just like, God, everything's about him. Even the funeral of your right. husband. Right. Jeez. Like so, messy is like, a word, but like it's, it's mm-hmm. not strong enough of a word for what Joe is. No, no, it's not. And I think it's kind of, cra- it's kind of weird how like from the beginning of the show, you think, Oh, Joe exotic's just like this wacky guy who loves tigers and is trying to do the right thing in Oklahoma. And then slowly, like as each episode goes deeper, like not just with him, but specifically with him, it turns to like you realizing he, he is a terrible person, mm-hmm. self-absorbed and all about him and just like a sad, sad little man right. when he's not the one in charge. And, and yeah, he, and compared to the others, he does feel like he is a smaller man, but then it, it, the mm-hmm. way this documentary is set up, it almost like you do sympathize for him or you feel bad occasionally, but then you're like, Oh wait, yeah. not really. Cause it's, 
it's mm-hmm. really weird, but I think that's also what makes this show so entertaining. Not even entertaining, but just so right. engrossing. Because right. it really puts your emotions on a on a roller coaster. Of, it does. Of many it things. Does. Oh yeah. yeah, for sure. The guy I want to get to, I can't talk about him until we talk about Jeff. Jeff Lowe. Mm-hmm. Who Yeah, let's talk about Jeff. Jeff comes in to help <laughs> Wow. Okay. Jeff comes in to help Joe. Uh, deal mm-hmm. with his legal battle with Carol, who I know we haven't talked about at all because Carol's like the other main adversary, or yeah, or, or is she even a uh, an antagonist because they're all antagonizing each other? Um, yeah, she's like she is not like the hero in this, but she's not the worst of the worst. But did she kill if her I, husband? What do you think? But did but did she listen? <laughs> I am curious. We don't know where the body is. I don't believe any of Joe's theories, but I am curious. Do I just to, would like to know. Due to all these memes that have come out, which are great, by the way. Um, yes. There is one that um, made it perfectly clear. Like there's because there's so much that happens within these seven episodes. You will miss tidbits of information of pe- what people said. Uh-huh. And at one point. Carol actually said uh, while and this was, I think, while Joe was like being like, I want to say harassed by one of his tigers because they were like chewing at his foot or like one of them was really interested in his shoe and, and dragged him across. like Right. Yard. And she was like, no, you're not. That's not how like a tiger will eat you. You have to cover them in like some kind of like stuff and then they're going to want to eat you. And I'm like, huh, how would you know? Mm. That? So that is a good point. See so, little things like that. So kudos to whoever put that out there, like on a meme form. So because that was one thing that I missed that I didn't even like bad an eye about. Another thing, this was in the last episode, was um, another person named John, the the GW Zoo manager. Um, mm-hmm. He's the one with the legs that that had been amputated. He drives. Oh, right. up, he drives up in this like dune buggy type green like flashy car. With a skeleton riding shotgun, and I saw this, and I'm like, "Huh!" Like, it, I didn't even it didn't even phase me because so much had already happened that was so crazy that that didn't even really like bother me at all. Like, ah, oh, that's normal. And it mm. took it took another meme for me to realize that, like, oh wow, that is really odd and peculiar. But because of everything else in this show, that was nothing. <laughs> I didn't even like phase me at all. But I do want to right. go back, have to go back to Carol. Uh, they actually started to recently look into the, investigating it again, like because of the series and how popular it is. Uh, I think some new leads have come up. So they are starting to investigate wow. it again because, I mean, her story uh, is kind of flimsy. So I, I don't know. I mean, I, she must have. I mean, I, it's hard for me to say no that she didn't because I don't know. But mm-hmm. there's more evidence saying that she did or more speculation. I don't know. Occam, Occam's razor, basically, is the easiest path. She seems to know things more than she's letting on. And uh, she has a lot to gain from it. So I think her current husband, Howard, better watch his back. I don't know if he's got money or yeah. what, but I'm just if we get another documentary that dives into like her more, mm-hmm. I'm watching it without without question. But it's just oh, oh yeah again 
wild. Because at first I thought she was like, you know, a good, kind person, which I'm sure she is. But then she's got this history. Right. And, whew, yeah. <laughs> um, but I do feel like that they, they may have a follow-up series, at least maybe a couple episodes, because um, mm-hmm. that's what happened with Making a Murderer when that came out. They came up with a follow-up right. because things were developing and pro- progressing and Mm-hmm. We we actually may get get that in maybe a year or so, Hopefully. right? Because like people, because of the craze and like the fans, like I think it was like they helped connect some things, and like it could happen. You never yeah. know. It could. But yeah, with her, like, and it's so because everything in this is like so crazy. Where like when even they asked the interviewees about, do you think she killed her husband? And then some people were like, I don't know, mm-hmm. maybe. And I'm just like, I don't know, maybe like, I'm just, I'm just curious what happened to his body. If someone could tell me where his body is. Cause then is it like his kids are even, they, they've asked the police or whoever was over the case to look into it more. Mm-hmm. I, I thought they were like, see, that's the part that makes me concerned. Like, that's what, I don't care what Joe says. It's the kids that I believe. Right. Like what, And like what, his kids are like grown people just for people to know that. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I I'm, don't remember them too much. Like, I almost feel like, do I need to watch it again for that part? Because hmm. again, it's yeah. a lot, and you could. It's easy to miss like subtle little details because like people probably telling on themselves. Um, and in fact, some of them actually do. Because I, I think I started mm-hmm. to realize again going back to Jeff, once he starts making fun of Joe like during times when he's talking about conversations they had, I'm like, okay, they must've had a falling out because if they were friends, like you don't really do that. I'm sure like some friends do, but like the way he was doing it was more of like a, like a bar, a biting, like, like I don't like this person anymore. Kind of making fun of him in a way. Um, that was early on, like in some of the interviews before they got to where they got to later. So Jeff is a businessman. He's a rich guy. He is also a jerk, basically. <laughs> um, right. Gets away with a lot of stuff, or not a lot of stuff, because he did get arrested a couple times, but still, just just mm-hmm. someone you wouldn't want to trust, and I'm kind of questioning how he was able to... Well, he's a con man. I was going to say how he's able to pull off some of the things that he does, or or give off that air of, I've got money, but basically it's all a facade, because he doesn't have as much money as he says. Cause then he needed other people later on, like Tim Stark, who was another big, uh, big cat kind of person who comes in. And I mean, he's not a bad person, but I'm like, he's not terrible, not compared to the rest of everybody else. Um, but he's not the guy I really right. want to get to. And that's James mm-hmm. Harrison, who is also been compared to, um, Oh my God, I've just forgot his name. That rapper who is currently waiting to be released from prison, um, mm. Takashi to Takashi Six Nine. Oh, yeah. Basically, rainbow snitch. hair, yes. rainbow teeth. Yes, all yes. of that. <laughs> but the Skittles rapper. That's what I call him. He is something else. <laughs> but yes. so so is James, who is also like, how are you like so? Oh, because you have money, and I believe that the money he has is legit. And he he ratted everybody out because they thought, or he thought, they were going to get him because of like what is it, a lemur that he has. So mm-hmm. that's that's what got him to start snitching on everybody, becoming a informant and everything. 
Right. Doesn't take much. I just that yeah, it doesn't. And I mean like every at the end of the day, this this documentary tells you everybody has some dirt. Mm -hmm. And when you do dirt with people who have dirt, you get dirtier. Mm -hmm. And Mm -hmm. I think it just like whether you learn their dirt and they learn your dirt, they will use it on you. And everyone does that. Like to a to a point. Like James had assumed that he would get to be a part of the park that what's the guy um Jeff was building yeah that yeah. they he he would automatically get in the get in on that deal because he helped with turning Joe in and then it's just like no nah, you didn't you you you're not included in that deal mm. so then it's just like everyone ends up just turning on each other and using dirt on each other and like this guy I, he knew he knows like everybody's dirt at some point mm-hmm. who's involved and i just feel like when you know that much dirt you got to be hiding stuff of your own too right right and that and so. i think that was the thing too where someone did mention like i don't know who said it but they they are still after everybody else like mm-hmm. sure they're they're getting Joe now, but they're getting Joe now because they want stuff that either Jeff knows or James knows, and like their their time is coming. So oh yeah, I believe it. Like there's the whole like the I, I don't want to glance over this because I remember when they found the tiger bones mm. uh, uh, at the par- at Joe's park. Mm. I was just like, wow, okay, so we really know there's more mishandling at these parks. So yes. everybody else needs to be under a radar, also. I just I feel like there is more dirt on other people for sure. And it's just it's only a matter of time. Mm-hmm. It's just crazy how like how do people get away with it? Like the whole the selling the baby, the baby, the, the tiger baby cubs mm-hmm. like that. I mean, like I, I understand like you can get a license to have uh, in certain states an exotic pet. Mm-hmm. But I feel like. I feel like at some point, some of this has to be illegal. Like, an, like I know animals rights people are combating it and everything. And as much as I have my feelings with PETA, like mm-hmm. complicated feelings with them, Same. I feel like right. I just I don't I don't appreciate their methods or Same. <laughs> yeah, we could have a whole nother discussion about PETA, right. but I do believe there are actual <laughs> good animal rights groups out there that are combating this kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. I'm just like, I know they had to be doing more dirt with these tigers. Yeah, they do. Or they probably have such as mm-hmm. the fact that we find their bones. Cause like they apparently went missing or, you know, people heard gunshots in the night, but they don't see a body. Mm-hmm. Um, right. And Did they I, feed the tiger to a group of tigers? Just saying, I, oh, oh, they were running on me. Mm. See, didn't even think of that. But then again, I've, go, I've been thinking about it. I'm go, sorry. Like they could have killed one. To, little black, sorry. Um, going back to Carol, she I think she did talk mm-hmm. about how uh, tigers digest like even entire bones. So mm-hmm. like, again, this is why you might not find her first husband because if yep, she, she would him, know, yeah, because <laughs> bones will dissolve in their stomach. So apparently. Or I think if that is if what Carol said, but if Carol, even if Carol didn't say it, she probably knows it. And mm-hmm. saw it happen. So, so yeah, between James, Jeff, and we cannot forget about uh, Alan Glover, who is like Jeff's handyman or 
henchman or whatever <laughs> possible yeah. almost hitman. Like like his whole thing, like he sounded like he was not even on board to do the job, but then like, you know what? I guess I'll do it. Because that uh, you were gonna give me five thousand, I'll do it for three thousand. And he also right. just looked like he just didn't care. Like he would just just tell even the interviewers just anything. Like, yeah, you know, he paid me three thousand. I almost want to do it, but then I didn't do it. I guess I guess I chickened out. Some people will say I chickened out. So I'm like, well, what what happened? You didn't right. do it clearly. Like <sighs> someone told you the right thing to say <laughs> in order so you would not go to jail. Which was it, James? Is that was his name? The man with the wife. Uh. <sighs> Dude, there's yeah. just so many J names. There are. There Jeff, are a lot. Sorry. Yes. There are a lot. Um, but yeah, Jeff, I think there's even a scene where Jeff tells him like how to say it so he doesn't incriminate himself. But right. basically he, he cuts a deal. So he's almost like an informant instead of being like an accomplice to mur- to commit murder. Mm-hmm. And it's just it's it, it's it's wild. And I'm like, yeah, no, you're not the best person either. And I mean, like, oh, let's not forget the fact that we still don't know if Jeff is an actual millionaire. But the way he weaseled the park from Joe, I don't believe that man is a millionaire. I don't believe that man is rich or he may just have money and he's he's good at weaseling money from other people. Hmm, I just like don't know why that that man. I don't know. Right. Where's mm. your bank statements? Mm. Mm. We don't know. Um, but, you know, because he's able to fool the one guy to basically help to build a, what, a, a 10 million dollar park. Right. Or however much money. It was a lot of money, like five million dollars. Right. And he was he was under the assumption that it would be fifty fifty. He brings all the equipment, he brings a bunch of animals, and he and he starts building it and come to find out it ain't fifty fifty. And you've mm-hmm. sunk all this money into this park and or the zoo in Las Vegas, but now it's like that he just ups and leaves and grabs his monkeys in the car which I, I'm, I'm sorry there's a special <laughs> people who share their plates of food with their animals who like who will give their dog food off of their fork y'all are in a breed of your own this man is sharing a pizza with a slice of pizza with a monkey I may have glossed over that part. There were there were times when I was watching, I was doing other things, and I was just kind of listening to the madness. So mm-hmm. I do know at one point the monkey just kind of lived within his shirt. I do know that much. Yep. Um, even that, I mean, it's it's cute, but if it's all the time, like, come on, like, yeah, I can't. It's, it's a bit much. But like he, like I said before, like, and that guy we're just we're describing is Tim. He's again one of the other. Yeah, big game people, but um, he he is like one of the I want to call him one of the more likable people, only because he just seemed real and like he was a little bit more upfront about things. Like he wasn't really he didn't seem like he was in it for the con. He just he was in it for the animals. Mm-hmm. Like he just loved his animals right. and, and whatever. So I'm not trying to get in right. these games. I just want my animals, and maybe I'll do a little breeding too. But I'm not going to be trying to backstab people. But you know, right? You you reneged. He's on your definitely deal. one of the good ones. Yeah, mm-hmm. he's a good one. Josh, who is Joe's campaign manager, because yes, as we mentioned before, Joe did run mm-hmm. for president and then governor. Um, yeah, Josh seemed to be an okay guy. I mean, sure, the the suicide definitely shook him up. I don't blame him. I mean, that's that's rough. Um, I hope he left after that, honestly. But we don't. I don't think it's specified when he left. It doesn't, and 
and he was interviewed at least two different times because there's one time his hair is much longer. Like he's just looking different altogether. So I don't mm-hmm. know where he is now. Um, I did read an article that, and this was actually at fault of Netflix, but um, one of the uh, animal keepers who I guess I'll just go with uh, Saf- Safari or Saf. Oh, yes. My favorite. Yes. Yes. The, he, he was missed. Yes. He. Thank you. Yes. Thank you. I am so glad you said that because the whole time <laughs> I'm like, I like, I can't fault people who, you know, just watch, watch the documentary and then look, look up people. Like I, I have a problem where I have to deep dive and Google <laughs> yes. um, stuff when mm-hmm. I get interested. So when you're, when we're introduced to staff and like we're introduced to, to him because his arm got bitten off by a tiger at mm-hmm. Joe's park. Mm-hmm. And, you know, everyone at that point just keeps everyone in the documentary, people that he worked with called them she and her. And like, so I can't fault people who don't know when the mm-hmm. whole entire time, the documentary misgenders them. Right. And I think that's, you know, that's really rude, especially mm-hmm. because maybe they corrected them. I, would, I mean, I don't know. But it just seems like, wow, that's really rude. But I'm glad right. you I'm glad you set the record straight here. Yeah, because I, I caught that. I, I I mean, it came up on one of the articles like that just was recommended to me anyway, because I guess I also I, I didn't do too deep of a dive, but I did enough of one like Google's like, hey, do you want to know more information? Check this out. So um, that's how I found out. I was like, oh, wow, I feel so bad because I, too, was under the assumption that this was a female character because just the way that they looked. So that was corrected. And just the way that other characters, I say characters because it feels like a show not like real life, but other people mm-hmm. refer to Saf as a, as a woman. So that's why right. um, I was under that assumption as well. But, Same. When you um, first watch it, you have no idea because you're going off of the documentary and how everybody in the show refers to him. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, one other Actually, two other people I just wanted to make note of. One of them, uh, Rick Kirkman, who was in charge of making the reality show about him. I Oh, yeah. He didn't seem like he was a bad person either because, I mean, he's just out there just to make money. So he just seemed straightforward. But then people can't fault to, him. Can't fault him. They wanted to blame him for the fire that all the, his document, all his footage and equipment was lost. So I wouldn't. I honestly don't think he set that fire at all. I don't. I don't know who set no, the fire. No, it doesn't make any sense. Right? Because I think a, I think it's someone on Joe on Joe's park, if not Joe himself, did it. Mm-hmm. And the more um, we learned about Joe, like I, I guess I could, I really couldn't put it past Joe to do it himself, uh, or at least mm-hmm. have someone do it because he was out of town. I think, but um, right, def- definitely not. Um, Rick, because as a as a fellow technician myself, I couldn't see myself like setting like my cameras and footage on fire because that's that's my life. I've been living there for like however many years he said he was there. And like, that's stupid for 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 me to do that or so for him to do that. And um, mm-hmm. so I, I'm, I don't blame him for walking away when he did, because it's not worth it. Because he lost all that footage and he actually owned, he basically, like he said, he owned Joe because he owned all of that, um, the online shows that he put on, whatever that is, whatever show that was. But that was, that was intense. So I felt for him. Yeah, I did feel, I did feel for him because I mean, I, I 
honestly, like he's just in it because he's like, I see an opportunity to make me some money and mm-hmm. sell this. And this is a gold mine, which he was right. And uh, <laughs> I just it's like I can't fault someone who was smart and seized an opportunity. And I just I don't blame him for anything he did, honestly. Like, yeah, no, he helped Joe to a point, but he also helped himself. If we had to pick somebody who did it, I'm looking at Joe. Mm. told to do it I, I, there's no way you're going to burn in all of your equipment right I agree just no way because that's yeah it's too much and my last person here that I just want to just highlight is uh, Eric who is the head keeper he's the long blonde haired guy who really just just didn't care and it just just say it how it is. So I, I don't know. There's something about him. It's like I, I like you. You you just seem like if I if I went there and I asked for, asked questions about everything that happened, he would just tell it to me straight and have no no fear mm-hmm. consequences. So I agree. I realize we didn't talk about Doc Antle, but he's there. He didn't seem as bad, but he's got his own. Like he is another person who, if they had a spinoff. <laughs> He's someone that they could really dig into. Okay, yes, I'm. I and I'm like again, not shaming anyone because I don't. I'm not a polygamist. I don't understand polygamy. It's not my thing. Mm-hmm. I want to talk to that one woman who was one of his girlfriends because I just feel like there's more dirt mm-hmm. with him. Mm-hmm. Um, because correct me, we're talking about that guy with the ponytail, right? Yes. Okay. I just feel like there's more to it. And, and I, because I feel like she knows some dirt. And if it's a situation where, because what makes me concerned is that all the women were like 16, 17. Right. Like, you know. Like they were groomed, 18, like, basically. Groom, yes. Groomed when they were, they were working there. They were models. They then, like, they became his girl- girlfriend. And then, like, you know, basically, like, sister wives. And I'm just kind of like, okay. I th- After, like, watching him come up for the first time, I kind of, like, pulled up, like, Oklahoma marriage laws. Because <laughs> like, I was curious. I'm like, I just want to make sure. Mm-hmm. Like, is this legal? Because this don't seem legal. So I'm like, that's why they made sure to say girlfriends, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, but it makes, I just feel like whenever I see signs of grooming, I immediately just like my skin crawls because I'm like 16, 17, 18, like, you know, young, legal-ish ages. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, as far as the law would be concerned, they're like, well, they're adults or they're consenting and it kind of just makes me feel like, oh, what if they were groomed? And, and, and you're not wrong for that because, like, <sighs> essentially they're still children because they they don't know better. They're just like, right. oh, he's showing me attention. And look at the animals because that's that was the main through line with all of these yes. people is that they have these little baby tigers, these little cubs, mm-hmm. and that's how you draw them in. Right, and that was that's what they did to Congress people. That's what mm-hmm. they did, like to keep making sure they keep doing what they're doing. They went to Congress with baby tiger cubs. And I'm sorry, I also want to pet a baby tiger cub. I would love to hold one. I would love to play with one. But at the same time, it belongs with its mama. 
Right. Like, you're, you're not going to tell like, anybody's <laughs> mistress who has one. So. Oh my God, no. Ew. I was just like, <laughs> you will not lure me into your weird sister wives relationship nonsense with a tiger cub. I'll take no. the tiger cub and leave. That's how. <laughs> <laughs> There's also another. There's another trend that I've noticed with all of these big cat owners, and it's just long mm-hmm. hair, basically. Not mm. not all of them, but most of them. So I guess that's just part of, you know, once you, because I think even, no, not Mario. There was another guy. Actually, no, I think it was an early picture of Mario. I think he had longer hair. But it's just like long, mm-hmm. almost like 80s rock hair or just whatever it is that Joe has going on. But it's just, you know. Just long hair. That's that's a trend. Like if you got a big cat, then you have to grow your hair out long. It's just it's just part of right. part of the deal. Apparently, apparently, everyone's kind of like stuck in the eighties. At first, I thought of like, oh, was this filmed in the eighties? No, no. Most of these people are current day. Right. Made some interesting choices, but you know, as recent as like two years ago. So yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's so it's it's just so wild. Pun intended, because yes. tigers. Right. <laughs> so my, I just, I, ooh, I can't. My last Sorry. question to you would mm-hmm. be because uh, I I do know there are there is talk. I have to, I haven't gone back to research it for myself, but there is talk that they do want to make like a movie version of this, which I am oh all my for. Gosh. Yes. And um, any idea like before I even give any names to you of people that have wanted to be in the running, but um. Any names for you that pop into head into your head that who would play Joe Exotic? Oh, absolutely. Okay, so first ring, first round pick is Zach Galifianakis. Ooh, um, yes. <laughs> and then Carol would be paid by um, Melissa McCarthy. Uh, okay. McCarthy, McCartney. Yes, whatever. McCarthy. Like, yeah. nice. McCarthy. Um, or um, what's her name? She's on SNL. She was in Bridesmaids, also the star of Bridesmaids. Ah, why am I blanking on her name? Kristen Wiig. Yes, Kristen Wiig. Just two options for her. Um, but then also Will Ferrell would make a great um, guy with ponytail. I, you, I, I told you I'm terrible with names with these oh, people. With Doc Antle. Uh, yes. I'm, I'm he would cheating. be Doc Antle. I'm cheating because I'm looking at IMDb. I have like all the names in front of me. So, yeah. To just uh, also, but it, that that would be Doc Antle. Um, I feel like that takes care of like those three main people, and then ooh, who would be slime ball enough to play um, the Jeff other Lowe? guy? Yeah, Jeff Lowe. I will because it just uh, came to mind. I will submit Sean Penn. Yes, Sean Penn. That's genius. I think that should be Sean Penn. And then I'm just going to go across the pond and say Patrick Stewart should play Rick. Okay. I, I, just I can see that. I kind of just let, I love Patrick Stewart and an excuse to put him in something. And he's funny. I think he could really play up those scenes. <laughs> um, and then, hmm. Who else? I think we're like, I'm just going to look up the IMDb to see who else do we have to cast still? Uh, James Garrison and I guess Alan mm-hmm. Glover because you you have to put him in there. Yeah. Okay. And so Alan Glover. I'm just gonna go with um. Uh, oh my God, his last name is Banks. I want to say his first name is Michael, but I don't think it's Michael. But he has played in Breaking Bad and also mm. um, 
what is it? Better Call Saul, but he's also been in um, Community, but he's an old white guy, just gruff, and he looks like he has probably shot people because <laughs> at least his character in Breaking yes. Bad has. So, but there, I agree him, with this. And, um, or, um, Lang, what is his first name? Stephen Lang. Mm, yes, I like that. Because it's going to um, be somebody grizzled. So, <laughs> I'm trying to think. So, for then, we, then we have like James Garrison. Um, I kind of, I'm thinking Jonah Hill. I thought Jonah Hill too, but I was like, I, there's got to be somebody doughier. <laughs> True. Because jo- don't, yeah, Jonah's good right now. Um, Jonah could be Joshua. Yes. That, that is a, that is a better pick for him. Yes. Yeah. But who for James? James is kind of hard. Cause it's like, you give me sleaze ball vibes. And I'm trying to think of like an actor that can also do that. Yeah. There's probably like a character actor, but I just can't think of like what his name is at this point. And I think even while watching, yeah. it's like, like you remind me of someone, but I can't figure out what it is. I want to say Jack Black only because the Jack this this guy isn't funny. I feel like it would be a waste of Jack Black's time. It would be because I like Jack Black and I don't want to dislike. I know. Him. <laughs> I don't want right, and I don't want to dislike him. I think he could totally do it. Maybe mm-hmm. maybe this maybe that's the point of the of the um, film adaptation. Right. Really be over, really be an over the top mockumentary. Right. So it got to be in the in the vein of like how Vice and um, the Big Short would be. So, yes, yes, exactly. Uh, but yeah. And so. then I would like Saf to um, come back as themselves. Um, yeah. He can reprise that role. I think that'll be like one of the funny things of like an Easter egg kind of like, is that the actual person? Yes, that's the actual person. Because, because they deserve this money. Right. And then they could even, I'm just putting it out there because of the fact that he is an amputee. Like he, they can mm-hmm. even redo that whole scene of how he lost his arm and then be, you know, armless and they don't have to do any special prosthetics because, you know, that's how he is now. So. Right. I want like, and I guess like that's a, that's us thinking like if they have no trauma related to it, it sounds like they continue right. to work there after yeah. it. So I, I assume mean, you don't was, have trauma being around animals. That was the bizarre but. thing. Like the fact that like he went back to work like a week or so later or however long, but very short amount of time. Mm-hmm. Um, the same time Joe was like, this is going to ruin me financially or, or however yes. you And I just, Oh yeah. I'll never recover from this oh, financially. That's what it is. Yes. Cause it was just such and a classic then line. Like, you, mm-hmm, and then you find out that Joe basically, I'm going to call it manipulation. Um, manipulates staff into, you know, like leaving the hospital and not becoming, you know, staff could have owned the park. If we really thought about it, honestly, though, at the end of, time, at the, end of the day, the park is a money pit. Mm-hmm. So nobody wins if they own it. If you can't afford to feed the tigers and take right. care of them and everyone, right. but there's no reason Joe should have stayed in business once that happened. And I'm mm-hmm. still just like flabbergasted that like, oh, wow, you convinced this person to, you know, they could have owned you and owned the park and everything had like they sued you and nope, nothing. That that park is just bad vibes all around. Like whoever gets it, they're just, yeah, it's, it's just 
it's cursed. Um, by the way, whoever plays Howard, um, who is Carol's husband, is probably going to mm. be British, but with an American accent. Ooh, the tall guy from The Office, because he's, he's tall. The one who wears glasses. What is his name? Oh, I'm just going to look up the British Office cast. Sorry. You mentioned that, and then I'm thinking of Kevin Malone playing, um, uh, uh, well, not Jeff, James. Even though I, I do like Kevin. Oh, that could work. I was thinking his name is Stephen or Stephen Stephen Merchant. Oh, um, Stephen Merchant. Yes, I know. Yes. Him. And then they could just like honestly just think, oh, you know what? Sorry, real quick change. Martin Freeman is Rick. Mm, okay, I can see that too. Doesn't mm-hmm. seem like he's old enough. But then, okay. That's true. You're right. Well, never mind. We'll keep Patrick Stewart. But yeah, Stephen Merchant, because like he does this really oblivious, like, I'm just happy to love you. Kind of like <laughs> this like oblivious um just attitude whenever he has that character type. And I'm like, this is you. This is him. Right. And I think that I think that can work. When Rick was speaking, um, at times he gave me um Jeff Goldblum vibes. But mm. I'm not sure if like I, I wouldn't be mad if Jeff Goldblum was cast as Rick either. I would not be mad. That would be a really good one. And sorry, I found our the guy we couldn't think of before. Darn it. I keep thinking see, I'm terrible. Yes, James. Kevin from the office. His name is Brian Baumgarter. Gardner. Okay. Yeah, I couldn't remember what his real name was. Yes. Him. That's it. We did it. Yes. Mm-hmm. You did it. So the people that I'm aware of that's running for uh, Joe Exotic's character is between Dax Shepard and uh, Edward Norton. <laughs> I'm fine with this. <laughs> I'm, I'm fine with both of those. Yes, I approve. As as was I. And apparently, oh, um, I, I really should just look into it now. But um, uh, why am I blanking on her name now? Another SNL. Uh, Kenny is her last name. Um Oh, yes, Kenny. I know what you're talking about. I am completely blanking. I think, I think she's on Brooklyn Nine-Nine. It's, I, like, oh, I have sorry. to connect the dots. McKinnon. McKinnon. Kate McKinnon. Yes. yes. I heard Her, she was in, actually cast in something. I'm trying to look it up now. I heard a rumor that they actually are starting to cast for something like this. And... Mm-hmm. Waiting for Google to tell me if this is true. Carol Baskin. Yes. She begs. I, I have it pulled up. She <laughs> begs Kate. Tiger King's Carol Baskin begs Kate McKinnon <laughs> not wow. to use big cats in biopic. Oh, man. So, this is exciting. This is exciting. We have our Carol Baskins, I'm assuming. I believe so. It's going to be her. And, and I mean, I feel like if it's, if she's going to be in it, they're going to play up play it up as a comedy, I guess, maybe. Because, mm-hmm. I mean, if you cast her... I would like it as a comedy. Yeah. But I wouldn't be mad if she does use, like, you know, like, she goes drama. I'm like, oh, okay. Because I, I admire mm-hmm. comedians who do that. Mm-hmm. Okay, so they actually, okay, um, it's going to be a miniseries. So, yeah, because you can't tell this in a single movie, this whole story. Nope. Oh, absolutely not. This oh, is perfect. I'm, I'm excited. excited. I'm so excited, too. <laughs> yes, we get to watch this 
garbage fire all over again. This is, I told people, I thought the Firefest documentary was wild. Yes. Both this, of them. Both of them. <laughs> both of them. Right. Both of them. This took the cake for documentaries of wild things this year. Right. Like I was not ready for, I don't know, episode two. And then it kept going. And I'm like, this, mm-hmm. this keeps going. Wow. Like I, I had no idea. Like I, I'm glad I went in as, as like, not knowing anything that I knew going like, I just didn't know anything. I was like, okay, let's just watch it and see what happens. Cause everybody's talking about it. And I'm glad I went in that way because everything was a surprise. So it was great, but yeah, that's tiger King. So I'm, I'm assuming if you have watched it, then you can just, you're just following along with us. But if you have not watched it and you're like, what are you guys talking about it? That I don't know why you're still listening and you haven't gone to watch it yourself yet. But, um, it's recommended. I suppose, uh, I will say for some people, if you're uncomfortable with like, uh, I'll just say sexuality across the board, whether you identify as straight or what, um, anywhere on the on the map. Um, I, I've heard a, a nice new opening, uh, ladies, gentlemen, and fluids. So I, I kind of do want to adopt that a bit. But if you have a problem with any of that, uh, this is not for you. If you don't care for swearing, there's a lot of it in there. But you know, for some people, mm-hmm. there's. Mm-hmm. There are some tirades, but I don't know. It's still wonderfully like said or spoken. I think because of the accents sometimes. I'm like, wow, that's a string of just words not to say to a child, but wow, that's beautiful. So, <laughs> mm-hmm. but, um, and murder. And I'm trying to think if there's anything else that might be triggering. Well, there's suicide, as we mentioned. Um, I don't know. It's I, I really do just say check it out, and then at any time if you feel you want to tap out, like someone I know that won't be named, <laughs> then uh, you know feel free. But it's there. It's on Netflix. Seven episodes. You could probably watch it in a day, and uh, wait for the mini series. Any other yes. final final thoughts you have on this? Can't wait to watch the mini series and talk about it again with y'all. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it, it's, that it's is a, it. It's a done deal. It's a done deal. Um, yep. So do you have any, I know you definitely always have things going on. You are a very busy woman. And uh, do you have anything you'd like to, you don't try, you do. Uh, is there anything you want to <laughs> kind of shout out or plug people we should be, or things yeah. we should look at? Sure. Um. So uh, for you guys that don't know, this i have two podcasts one is called so here's what happened um where i talk about the things that i watch and read with my co-host each month and the other one is called did you have to um and i talk about anime things with my all things anime with my other co-host and both of those are on the but why though podcast network and you can find them on but why podcast.com and i also write things over there lately it's been a lot of manga reviews um which has Apparently been great for me during this time self of you know isolation and social distancing, catching up on all my manga. Um, but yeah, and I also review films, TV shows, all the like of entertainment and gaming, hmm. all there. So feel free to check it out. I'm I'm embracing this year that I'm a writer because <laughs> I need to stop saying I'm not a writer, mm-hmm. even though I've been writing for the website. It'll be it's officially been one year now. Nice. Congratulations. So, yep. Thank you. I'm trying to own it because at first I think I told you, like, I'd rather do podcasts instead of writing because I'm <laughs> not a writer. And then one year later, here I am. Writing so. Like, so much. 
Yep, so much, and I love it. But yeah. Well, just like you, I've also embraced uh, a my title as graphic designer since I design a whole yes. bunch of T-shirts, which one recently got pulled. But you know, oh. at least this time I feel better about who pulled it. I had a design that was in the style of Adventure Time, and it said "blurred" oh. on it. And um, but Cartoon Network pulled it, so that's that's fine. Dang, but that's good. That's a compliment. Yes, yes. As long as it wasn't, um, I guess it's blurred. LLC. Yeah, because somebody mm. somebody like you know copyrighted and trademarked and everything blurred. So I'm like, well, I'm yeah. mad about that, but okay. Yeah. But I mean, as long as, as long as it's an actual blurred. Who's making money off of it? Yeah, they they are. They they are. Okay. I, I wouldn't check them out. But I'm still. I'm, I'm a, I was a little mad too because I only had like one design that just said blurred on it, and then they they pulled right. it. So I'm like, mm. Mm-hmm. Mm. that's another discussion we have to have one day because I'm kind of like, I'm a little irked by that. I'm, I'm glad at least the blurred owns it, but at the same time, I'm kind of irked on it. But that's a discussion for another day. Another day. Another day because because we could definitely mm-hmm. get into that and. And the way I retaliated was, oh, you took one? Well, here's 10 more. So, yeah. Um, yeah. Nice. But they're, they're still for sale. I think there's like nine left. Uh, and then there's one that I don't think ever went to sale because they uh, CBS has this thing going on. So it got submitted into our part of that package, which I'm like, okay, well, if it mm. works out, I might get, you know, licensing to use Star Trek. So maybe. Oh, nice. Well, yeah. I'll keep my eyes out for that. Yeah, and uh, I will definitely be letting people know. That is, if you do want to support the store, you can. But there are other more important things you should be supporting. I am, I mean, I don't mind you buying my stuff, but I'm good. I've, you know, got income coming in. So support other people. But that uh, does wrap it up for this episode. So you can follow me on all things at Indube. Go to Indube.com. Tell someone you value that you value them. Live without regrets. Live for the folks you love. And currently stay home. Uh, Please wash your legs, your face, your hands, the bottom of your feet, and the undersides of your dishes. Basically wash and disinfect everything. I've been your benevolent host, T. Sterling Watson. And remember, if the world didn't suck, we'd all fall off. Thanks for listening to the Indu Podcast, which was recorded from the south side of Wakanda in Little New Indubia on the corner of Tachaka and MLK Drive, and is part of the Indube Network. Want more Indube? Follow on Instagram and Twitter at Indube and on Facebook at Pod. You can contact us and send Ask Indube questions by emailing indubepod at gmail.com. Want to support or donate? Find the Tea Public Store or become a patron on Patreon where subscribing gives you perks and extra things from the Indube Network. Please subscribe, rate, comment, and share the podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Play, YouTube, Podbean, and wherever else podcasts are found. And of course, visit Indube.com for all of this and much more. Thank you so much for letting us entertain, enlighten, and provide an auditory escape with knowledge and nonsense. Until next time. Use your words, Chief. Good boy. This has been another 3SFX production.